Hello, anybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Four Color Ultrasound, episode 34, in case you lost count last, <laughs> last week. Because <laughs> you decided not to mention it? Right. You can't talk until you're introduced. Ah, shit. Jesus. This is, this is monologuing time until <laughs> I say your name. This is monologue time. <laughs> I'm monologuing. I know I haven't done it before, but you know your place, co-host. Oh. So I was saying... <laughs> <laughs> Dieter, with me as always, is Mike. Mike. All I'm right. just so, yeah. so, what were you saying, Mike? I don't <laughs> even know. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't matter. We're a podcast where we hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody no. listens. Yeah, we still do it. We argue that nobody listens to the podcast and like just argue ourselves into doing it and get all angry before. And then we're like, all right, well, well fuck it. We'll do it. We'll do it for each other. And like, but we secretly loathe each other but hey so even though, even though you uh insulted them germany came back you, you, but he doesn't know that yet and he didn't hear the insult or whatever <laughs> well by now he if you listen to this episode they'll know we don't know no he you said oh huh. I don't, yeah. you think you get past episode yet? 29 and a half he's not gonna get past 29 and a half <laughs> i tell you i don't think anybody made it past 29 and a half <laughs> uh, all the downloads have stopped since then yeah they should <laughs> but anyway we are a, for some reason or another, a comic book podcast where we like to uh, discuss comics that we read together. And so we talk about them because talking about them is way more fun than just reading them by yourself in some basement eating KFC. But, uh, <laughs> KFC? I don't know. The, uh, Official know. food of comic book reading because it's all hella greasy. You gotta like come up with inventive ways to turn the page. Without <laughs> up comic ways. Like, like uh, I could just stop eating the chicken, but then I wouldn't be able to enjoy it with a comic book. I don't know. It's probably why they've never given away comic books at like KFCs or anything. They have but, though. Yeah. Have they? Yeah, many years ago. All right. Well, getting right into this one then. Batman eighty nine. Uh. Is there a title for this one? Do they have it? Is it there's a, like a big like the Rogue's whole thing Gallery you know, United. Or oh, they're dark designs, right? Part four. Oh, I get it because it's the designer, and it's theirs because it's like dark because the Dark Knight. But yeah, James Tinian the fourth is a writer. Carlo Pagulin, uh, Gilliam March, and Danny Miki are on art. Tamu Mori's on colors. Yeah, that's all we're giving credit to today. So on this one, the uh, title, and it's the fourth one, the title's at the end of the book. How do you think they decide when they're going to put this title page in? They do that, I notice that a lot sometimes <clears throat> in the beginning, sometimes at the end. It all just depends on, I think it's how they get you with the story in the beginning. But it's the fourth part, right? So you already know it's their dark designs. So you can see that at the end. end. Ooh, that's what this title is. Well, that's what they're doing, I guess. Okay. Maybe. Right, because you're already you're already vested. You already read it all. If you look at this and see the title sucks, you're like, nah, I already read it. Damn it. Yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, this is good artist. Jeez, that is a good idea. You should <clears throat> research what it takes to like. When do credits appear? Is it just whose decision is that? The title page. When does it happen? You think Comic Book Resources has a list of the ten best placements for comic for middle. title pages? <laughs> So whatever come in like the middle of the comic, or is it always beginning or end? Ooh, I don't know. I'll have to so, figure that out. Yeah, who gives a shit? All right, well, this one starts, what, they're in a hospital, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're just uh, two nurses 
or orderlies or you know shift managers i don't know what they are i don't want to judge people i don't want to judge judge whatever they do but is that one lady that's messing with the prescriptions is that like viagra why do you say that look where it's like the guy's screaming Mm-hmm. And like there's a little, the pills are all popping out. Little oh, blue <laughs> little blue pills. Pill. Yeah, they're little blue diamond to look like. That's where the colorist comes in, right? Like, <laughs> they never give you credit. I'm just going to color these blue. <laughs> Maury's like, ah, Viagra for sure, dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Moro's like, why I got to color all these three artists' different books, the pages. But why are they giving patients in a hospital Viagra? It's like, I don't know. This is where the last uh, issue left off was with a dying penguin, right? We thought for sure he had bit the bullet. I think you were supposed to like believe it too, yeah. right? But, now, but not, no. not only that, he <clears throat> they said he only has a few minutes to live, but he's able to run into the hospital and uh, yell and for help and everything. That's right. He straight like yeah. In the last issue, he was like, "Batman, you don't have yeah. mm-hmm. time to help Penguin." But the Penguin <laughs> in the last issue had time to like explain to Batman the designer was coming to like do stuff and then they got in the car drove over to the hospital and he got out like you said on his own power walked into the hospital and then he has even more time to explain like what's wrong with him specifically to like an orderly that's in shock and it's like look you need to like do this specifically like to save my life i I have a feeling batman realizes it's just a surface cut that needs some stitches because if it was his throat he wouldn't be able to talk and if it was his jugular he'd be dead by now it's just like on cops where people are like, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And they're like, look, you can breathe because you're saying it like over and over again. Like, I'm sorry, and I said jugular, I meant his carotid artery. Oh, you, you, he's whatever. spitting everywhere, right? I mean, so I don't know. It's kind of weird. Batman. That's why Batman just kicked him out because otherwise you know he'd carry him in. It's like you're bleeding all over Lucius's car hologram. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like it's floating in midair. This is not good. <clears throat> Did they take? Yeah, didn't he fuck it up going through a wall? Like, how did they get to the hospital so fast? Yeah, it's true. I don't know. He, there was another car. Lucius knows exactly where they're going to be, and he put a car everywhere. So yeah, well, they get to the monologuing. You got Batman fighting a gunsmith. And he's a little, you get a little description on why that guy's so badass. He's like just a failed mercenary, failed soldier turned mercenary turned uh, hired killer, right? Yep. Noted. He's not very good at any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Batman. That's why. Like, yeah. Now look what he's doing here. He he falls off the bike and he uses his hand to help him stop as he's skidding across the asphalt. You'd think that would fuck up his hand pretty quickly. Well, yeah, because look how bad Batman's suit got messed up from yeah. like, the skid he took. So what is this glove he's wearing? <laughs> I think Batman needs a new, new, like when he says he needs a new suit, he needs a uh, some of this guy's glove. Yeah, he needs to like get that guy's glove technology for sure. <laughs> he's like. Wow, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that's really why cool, Batman does not wrap his cape around him if it's like deflecting bullets? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, his cape is deflecting bullets, isn't it? Or is it just his whole suit? And I don't know. But then you find out. Uh, so what? He just stops. That's the second, the second uh, murder that he's. Or what are they? What hitmen, right? Yep. Assassins, five, hitmen. Five assassins going after targets to stop. To make Batman a rube or a ruse, so like Bruce Wayne doesn't really get murdered, which is like I can't figure out that the designer knows all this stuff and put this giant plan into motion, but didn't figure out like Bruce Wayne is Batman. 
Are you sure? Well, I guess you're right. It's like Catwoman knows, Harley Quinn knows, everybody <laughs> knows in this book already. <laughs> Does Harley know? Well, yeah. Well, that he's Bruce Wayne? Yeah. No, I guess not. Yeah, because Batman, like Bruce Wayne and Selina Kyle didn't get married, right? Correct. Even though they're always like hanging out together at like galas and stuff. Well, they didn't get married. They, they had the, uh, pre- it, didn't, it didn't work because the priest was too drunk, so it wasn't legal. They didn't get married by the end of that? No. Again, like secretly? <clears throat> no, they got married just by being together. They don't need a paper to tell them oh. that they're married. Does Harley, Quinn, does Harley Quinn know Selena Kyle as Catwoman? I do not know. I never read Gotham City Sirens. But I'm assuming she does. Did well, she sleep with Catwoman also? Because she was always uh, Poison Ivy's girlfriend. I don't know. No idea. Well, either way, so we're jumping ahead, right? So Batman takes down Gunsmith. We get his little backstory, which, like we said, he's just like some failed, you know, jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none type of situation going on. And then it cuts back to Catwoman and Harley Quinn fighting off all those designer goons and Harley Quinn filling in Catwoman saying, you know, that's not really the Joker down there. (laughs) It's just some guy. She's like, oh, okay, I'll accept that. <laughs> you must be telling the truth. You must you know. Must be telling. And she's like, oh, and I was in town to kill the Joker. So that's why I'm helping you stop the designer. But they get the drop on, or not the drop on, they get dropped on too, I guess. Yep. By, what's that guy's name again? Merlin? Uh, what? Oh, Merlin, Merlin. Yeah. And then Enchantress? Or no? What's her name? You don't even know. Oh, you're screwing me up here. I don't remember. That girl. Someone's stupid. And then we don't know who the one in the bottom panel is, right? Nope. Okay. Well, you get Merlin and that chick that I thought was already caught is fighting. Well, she has a broken nose. Like She got hit by that car, that truck. Nose is the only thing that's broken. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Everything that happened to her. Right. Yeah. So they're going to fight Catwoman and Harley Quinn now, conveniently, because, you know, the fighting can't stop. <laughs> Why not? But there's somebody looking on, like a, like a third party watching, and she has like an X, and the green X on her glove, and she has like colored hair, kind of like, what's her name? Remember Harper Rowe? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But Harper's hair was different, I think. If they brought her back as like a Joker, like stooge, that would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Who, Harper? Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be nuts. But then, just like we <clears> did with that gunsmith guy, you get a, now you get like a monologue takedown of that Dr. Tooth guy. Or Mr. Teeth. I love the design of this guy. Maybe it's just the yeah. art. It's all creepy and shit with his uh, lips being stapled up. Yeah, like stapled his lips out of the way so his teeth are always showing. <laughs> it's so awesome. His mouth would be so dry. So who's doing the art in this? Is this Mickey or is this... Uh... It was three people. No, yeah, no. Well, the, the, the sections you could tell are different art, right? Yeah, but I'm never going to be able to tell you which one. Oh, which. man. We're doing this podcast for all this long. At this time, you can't figure that out yet? Yeah, I was like, that's what I'm studying is art styles in a comic book where it's like made for them to all kind of look the same. Yep. Like to pick out the different ones. Be like, oh, excellent. 
<laughs> I really enjoyed this much more. Well, they should sign every page. How about that? Oh, that would be cool. Let's see. Let's see if we can get them to do that. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. So anyway, they're both looking for the Riddler, though. Because Dr. Teeth... Oh, that's... The five assassins are hired to kill the five people that made the deal with the designer. That's who they're after, right? That's why they keep showing up. Oh, is that what it is? I just... Yeah, because yeah. Harley Quinn and Catwoman... Mm-hmm. And then Doctor Tooth now is going, but who was? But I thought they were. Gunsmith. The whole point was to get Batman away from the five of them. They were killing other who's people. Who's Gunsmith it? going after? Well, it seems to be what's going on. Why is Mister Teeth going after the Riddler as well? I don't know. Exactly. Nobody knows. I think that's who they were hired to kill. Okay. But the Riddler's not there. He got out of there, but he did something super smart for Batman to figure out. Even though he didn't let them hear what he was saying, right? Mm-hmm. He like left one video feed alive, and then you get to see the designer, which is like the first time ever, right? Yeah. This is what they call a keystone issue, yep. right? Wow, we're experiencing it, Mike. This is it. This is what comic book reading is all about, <laughs> right? Uh huh. Fucking feel. Are you feeling? It? I'm feeling it. It's crazy because the guy's face, like it's a blank face and it's got that old English D on it. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And it looks like the D on like the Detroit Red Wings jersey. Uh-huh. They had that old timey D like on their, uh, like way, way back in the day. And then they also used it in like the winter games. That's the whole thing. He's from Detroit. That's what, yeah. That's Gotham, Detroit. Why not? <laughs> but he does have like camo pants on. He does look like some kind of general, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's like clues to his past. He's hiring like mercenaries. It's not going to be somebody we already know, right? It is like a legit new person. As far as I know, it's someone brand new, yes. Oh, okay. So it's not going to be like a reveal where it's like, it was fucking (laughs) Lois Lane's dad the whole time, that general guy that you thought was dead from that other story. And you're like, what? Well, it becomes a uh, Mr. Oz type thing. But yeah, as far as I know, he's supposed to be someone brand new. Oh. Well, Riddler gave Batman a clue as well. He's doing like some kind of crazy sign, like no numbers that were like translated to like words on a keypad that he was able to like turn into a riddle that he like solved. Right? Mm hmm. Kind of weird. I don't know. But I guess that's Batman detective work, which is kind of dope. But he was doing it with uh, Lucius Fox the whole time. How do you like that dynamic? How's that working for you? I like it. I mean, it's not that much different between him and uh, Alfred, except for the fact that he's not... I mean, Alfred's not... Well, I was going to say Alfred doesn't make... He, Lucius doesn't make fun of Bruce, but he kind of does. So it really isn't that much different yet. <clears throat> except that Bruce constantly is complaining or crying over the fact that Alfred is not there. Well, yeah, because Alfred was, like, way more helpful, right? Yeah. Like, this is Bruce is having to ask Lucius everything, whereas, like, Alfred already would already would already see I'm drinking too much. Would already have like everything done, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. What you drinking over there? Root beer. Oh. <laughs> getting me all crazy. Not good enough. Getting but... me all, all the the cocaine's making me numb. So. <laughs> Wait, it wasn't the root beer. It was the cocaine, Mike. Oh. But yeah, so the but the, the, yeah, this whole exchange is kind of weird. <laughs> this is something straight out of uh the Adam West Batman series. 
He's making gestures behind his back as he talks oh, to this man. <laughs> the sequence of numbers. Seven, seven, four, 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 six, nine. That must be Sphinx on no alphanumeric keypad. Like, what? But no, he even, like, he explains away. He's like, Alfred would, like, quiz me on simple oh. crypto cryptology or whatever well, I, he's like oh okay okay well, well yes, yes. I, like, I like that that part i actually like right he used to test me on that right but the sphinx yeah. is riddle what walks with four legs in the morning two legs in the midday and three legs in the evening which in the same alphabetic key is six two six like we how do these two go to the other i don't know i don't know it's a pretty crazy uh uh puzzle right there like i said it was what was the whole thing something about something slipping and it must be a banana peel which means it was done on a wednesday Sea, shit. and they're on a boat in the sea. Sea for cat. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of shit. <laughs> it's hilarious. Six two six. He's frightened of the man, but deliberately killed the audio feed. He did not want me to hear what they said. Just wanted me to know that whoever was with him, whoever he is, there has to be something more to in this system. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, exactly. But then they deploy. Here's a little joke too, where Batman's like, "Are you done? Like what? 3D printing and assembling? Is the drone system finished printing and assembling?" He's like, "Mr. Wayne, please proper terms. The bat spawn are ready for deployment." <laughs> he looks all sinister too while he's saying it. Like, what? What is Lucius Fox's like motivation? He's like, "Ah, ha, ha, bat spawn. Uh-huh. It's evil. It's tight. Yeah, it's just drones." Just a bunch of drones. Go after Deadpool. Or not Deadpool. What's that guy's name? Same Deathstroke. Thing. It's all the same. Nobody's <laughs> listening. Somebody De- correct Deadpool's me. Deadpool's copy, a copy of Deathstroke, so. Yeah, they're all the same, right? Well, if he show off <laughs> his comment, that's his whole comment in his book. Right. And then, so I guess Catwoman, they don't show that fight, but they win, obviously. Oh, obviously. Well, but you get to see the, their asses, right? So. And the way that she's carrying the one chick, too, you get to see, like, her, like, you know, <laughs> full, it's almost like full for, like, why is she carrying her like that? So, like, that, for that shot, that's about the only reason. That dude, so, like, the only dude in the picture is all, like, scrunched yeah. up just so you can see, like, Catwoman's side titty yep. as well. Well, this, this this has got to be Gillen March, because, like I said, I looked him up on uh, Instagram, and the entire thing is uh, him drawing nothing but naked women. Yeah, we should look that up. Well, you should. I'll start reading tarot again. <laughs> there you go. Right. But I don't know. It just it just it just indicative of what he draws here because like, exactly like you said, this whole panel is set up just to uh, accentuate their asses. The one guy in it is carried like that, and she's carrying uh, what's her name? We the fake enchantress that way, which is kind of weird. So do you think she's carrying her this way, like up and down stairs too, smacking her head like a cartoon? Is it amethyst? What is her name? That's not a real thing. What is it? It's not a real thing. Amethysts do exist. No, they don't. Oh, okay. I feel retarded Sorry. now that we don't like. Continue talking. I'll find it. No, oh, right. Oh, I don't know what to keep talking about. Oh, no. well, but then, again, do you uh, do you think he, she she knocks her? She carries her like that down the stairs and knocks her out. Oh. Well, the reason why they show well they show up in the what's her Catwoman starts apologizing to uh, Batman. There's a couple good jokes with Harley Quinn like. Just walking in with Batman and being like, "Yeah, there's a whole Joker thing coming." I like <laughs> the way she like fills in Batman. He's just like gives her this look, like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but the other thing too is like, he grabs Catwoman and like hurts her. Like Batman, like he's such a dick, dude. I don't know. 
he's even abusive towards like cat when he can't even have like a second along but then you see i don't know why it's an epilogue but the chick that was like watching the fight go down between uh harley quinn and catwoman and the chick you're looking the name up of and merlin she's calling the joker and she's like uh you know she's on the batman the joker's like well you know there's a few people i need to talk to first that's the bat family i guess you're assuming Mm -hmm. so is it like you were saying like oh no it's we were talking what book were, was it this book yeah, before we were it. talking about how it's kind of reflective of the Joker breaking up the Bat family and shit? Mm-hmm. And is this like more, is this pointing towards them like going back to that or like? That's what it seems. Well, <clears throat> it seems like Bruce, uh, Joker knows, right? This is, it, this is like, it seems like it's the first confirmation, true confirmation that Joker knows who Bruce Wayne is or Batman is, right? Yeah, because it shows who all they are, like their real names and everything. I didn't even put that together until you said something right now. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, uh, yeah, there's a obviously a big Joker story coming up. Yeah, I guess you're right. And that's why we were talking. Oh, secret identity. And that's the whole secret identity thing again. Mm-hmm. Oh, God damn it. And I, I wonder if it'll all tie into the whole thing. Is See, Batman's like, see, this is what happens when you, people know your secret identity. And Superman's going to be like, no, it's a good thing, Bruce. Everybody... Shed your identities. Yeah, wow. That's why you're saying the designer, why would he be going after Bruce Wayne, right? Yep. That's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, how does he not know? Like, if he planned that much shit. But does he know? Because it sounds like the Joker is going against the the designer, right? I don't know. (laughs) Do you have any clue what's going on? (laughs) No. (laughs) Because you're right, there are like three things going on, and none of them have come across yet. It's still more interesting than fucking King's Run. <laughs> much more. Like I said, that one you knew exactly what was going to happen every single time. This one is like maybe it. I'm sure it does all fit together, but like it does keep you guessing. And they do have the detective work. <laughs> How sloppy it really is, but <laughs> it was more the Riddler's fault, right? What this whole thing? No, the sloppy, because he was the one that made up the code for him to figure out what it meant. It wasn't really Batman's fault that he was like, that's where the clues led him. It's exactly what the Riddler <laughs> thought. So, yeah, because if you look at the cover, like the Joker is supposed to be with everybody else, or those are the original five bads. And what happened to Mr. Freeze? Harley Quinn just totally took over for that. She was like, step aside, Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> He's a loser. Yeah, he has to, like, it's not cold. He's not doing well, right? <laughs> so. It's summertime in Gotham. He can't do anything. Right. Speaking of not doing well. Deceased. Deceased. Or diseased. Diseased. Un- diseased. Or deceased. One of three. Why wouldn't this be a black label, you think? What's up? Why wouldn't this be a black label? Sales? Yeah, I don't know. Did it, was deceased not black label? I don't think originally. So. <clears throat> I thought it started that way. Because yeah, I was surprised to see this wasn't. This is pretty darn violent. Yeah, it's violent, but like they could do probably like a ton more. Mm-hmm. 
Holy shit, speaking of title pages being in the middle of books. <laughs> we just said, are there any books where it's in the middle? Yeah. This one. <laughs> and yeah, there you go. <laughs> written by Tom the Comic Man Taylor. <laughs> Penciled by Carl Mostert. Yeah, I guess so. Yep. Close enough. I hardly read against that contrast. Inked by Trevor Scott. Uh, what does that say? Neil, Neil Howard. Edwards uh-huh. and John something or Livesey sure sure close enough then you tell me who's on colors then what why don't you just say who's on the Rex colors L- then <laughs> Rex Locus why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you'd like to see <laughs> that's awesome uh, speaking of art this book pretty good uh huh People's faces are pretty terrible. Yeah, their faces are a bit of a mess, but... It reminds me of, like, Beavis and Butthead at oh, one point. And uh-huh. like kind of like just the whole liquid television art style in general. Liquid like, television art style? Hmm? Well, that's what that... That was what uh, Beavis and Butthead started on. Remember? Oh, really? Yeah, like Aeon Flux oh, and all okay. that. Oh, okay, yeah. All those cartoons. Like, I don't know. Yeah, and no, also re- similar to that. <clears throat> It also reminds me of a. Uh, you ever see like those RoboCop books? No. That, that guy's kind of famous. That does that art. It's kind of like that guy's style, but not quite as good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's just my thought on the art. But yeah, so this one starts with a <laughs> dead stroke pool. Dead stroke pool. <laughs> dead stroke. He's a. Uh, He's going to go fight some Nazis and some KKK members. Just like, I guess a group of white trash, like hatred people. It's weird because they mix the Nazis with the KKK. So it's like... Well, it's neo-Nazis, right? And KKK? It's just all around. That's what I mean. It's just like a whole meeting of... Mm-hmm. Let's just get them all together. But it turns out they're also zombies at the same time. So he just starts killing everybody. But like you said, it is extra violent. Like he cuts the one guy in half. And he starts like shooting people in the brain. <laughs> He's like just slipping and slicing like all the way through the house. <laughs> the amazing part is he cuts that guy from the shoulders. Like yeah. <laughs> you do that through his chest. That's so like, leaves, like a bust of him. <laughs> yeah, he creates his own bust of him. That's awesome. I see this guy with the like the shirt says KKK lives. Uh-huh. I was hoping it would actually say, like, KKK Lives Matter. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> you never see him again to find no, out. No, could still say, yeah, you don't know. And then he, but, uh, he slices that guy just in the face, like, through his nose. Right? <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty dope. And then he looks at his phone, right? And that's how the anti-life equation was uh, spreading. He starts scratching his own face. I, I, I swear, that gets me every time in this in this series. Like, this time he's clawing his eye out almost. Right? Ripping his own face off, but through his own regenerative healing factor or whatever, he, like, can defeat the virus and he just comes back. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Yeah, because I, I saw that. I'm like, oh, my God, is he dead already? Like, this whole book is supposed to be him. And then uh, I was like, oh, wait, he can regenerate. It's so cool. Well, it kind of reminds me of like that book we read, read with Lobo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who was it that showed up with him? 
That was also like was it Teen not, Titans one you're talking about? Yeah, right. It was like one of those dark multiverse books. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't remember. But it was the three people. I don't remember who was with them now either. Too many comics. Oh my god! If anybody knows, write in. Who gives? But I love this page where the slate was very different. The title page. Look at the the building. You've got you got a zombie just walking on the ledge. Like, why is that guy walking on the ledge like that? And then you get to guess the swear as well. Uh huh. What the twat? <laughs> what the twat? What the pissant? What the pissant? <laughs> That's a weird one. That would be a weird one. one to censor too. It'd be a very weird one, especially in a book like this. Well, then you get Jason to show up, right? Mm-hmm. In the back cave. Oh, because now we're on day two of the anti-life. Just so you know. Just so you know. So you got Slade on one side, and then you got Red Hood showing up to the bat cave. And uh, everybody's already dead. Everybody. They're all dead. I thought that was Damien, but then I remembered the story, and it was Tim Drake that died. That's not Damien there? No, that's Tim Drake. Really? Okay. Yeah, because Damien... Even he's still alive or something. He gets brought up later on. Remember? Oh, that's right. He gets, he's up in the ship, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and it's a weird so, costume because the costume doesn't look, doesn't look like. Uh, look how short he is. Yeah, it doesn't look like Tim Drake's costume at all. I totally thought that. Yeah, a hundred. I thought that was. You think they just screwed up? Because that. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It looks a lot like Damien. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, Tim Drake has never worn a costume like that because he's got the tunic that they wear that the uh, League of Shadows wears or League of. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> the League of Shadows. Uh, the, what is it, the Assassin's Creed? Just kidding. But uh, yeah, he's like broken up, but not too broken up. And then Ace is like, I he was it. just about to eat those dead bodies, I think. <laughs> he was super hungry. Uh-huh. But he like sees uh, Jason. He's like, ooh, you got food on you? And I thought... It does not look like a German Shepherd, right? No. Was he a German Shepherd? Was he a black lab? Or was he just... No, a... the Mastiff or whatever. Yeah. That was in the animated series. Okay. I always thought like... Yeah, that's right. I don't know. I don't know. I always thought it was a German Shepherd, but whatever. Could be. What sure. do I know? I don't Could know. Could be wrong. Yeah. <clears throat> But look how, like, she, so he buries them, like, in the bat cave. Like, that's not going to stink the place up hella bad or anything. But <laughs> nobody's living there anymore. I guess you're right. Alfred's dead. They're all dead. But you still dead. want that sweet tech, right? Well, of course. Oh, well. well he decides to steal the car because, you know, Bruce never let him drive, right? <laughs> it's hilarious. He never did let me drive the car. He's still whining about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is why everybody voted you dead. Jason, right. right? I thought that was like a like a auto dialer scam. What? <laughs> I thought that uh, the toll like somebody used an auto dialer to like vote. Really? I, I don't know. Was yeah. that just? I, <clears throat> I know the whole thing was real, and then they fought. They followed it, but it turned out that it was. Yeah, I understand that, but I thought I read somewhere else where like somebody admitted like to saying. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Like they used like an auto dialer, like to account for like two thousand of those votes or something mm-hmm. like that. That's crazy. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. So now you got Jason out on his own. He's with Ace, and he's go. So it's kind of like where it's going. I guess with spoiling it is like there's going to be two sides, right? 
like a side of villains mm-hmm. and a side of heroes. Yeah. That both ha- are like the last one surviving. I don't know if they're going to like end up fighting each other or if they have to like team up, but I guess we'll find out. But then it cuts back to Rose, right? Mm-hmm. Ravager. And her dad, Deathstroke, begging her to come outside. She's like, no, if I come outside, I'll die. So she's just going to stay in there and die. It's like such a strange thing. But he's like, all right, well, don't go out the door then. If you're scared of going out the door, go out the window. Meet me on the roof. But uh, as she's doing that, he's like, no, wait, don't. Because <laughs> there's like a zombie man bat. And he like just at that time, cra- like exactly perfect timing, right? Shows up. Tries to kill Slade, but ends up just crashing the helicopter that he was going to use to save Rose, a.k.a. Ravenger, with. And uh, she ends up... Are you all right? Are you dead? You got nothing? I'm fine. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you got nothing? I got nothing. This is getting... To, so I was like thinking while you were looking up... Did you? What was that chick's name? I never found it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking <clears throat> like... When I was doing that on my own, I was like, thank God, like, there's somebody else. Can you imagine if I decided to do this on my own? It's just me droning on. That would be awesome. <laughs> just ter- monotone the entire time. <laughs> It'd be worse than episode 29 and a half. Uh, no. It would be well, monotone. Like, easy I to be able to excite that. Myself. episode was great, dear. Yeah, but like I said, I, <laughs> if it was just me, I wouldn't excite myself. So I really would be like, and then <laughs> Ravenger runs to the <laughs> helicopter Sorry. to see her dad. Uh, and mistakes him for one of the zombies. Stabs him in the heart. A joke is made. We can guess two swears. Ow, cunt. Because cunt. He, 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 he called his daughter a cunt. I think that's crazy, right? Yeah, pretty much. But then the joke being, you're not supposed to talk. This is me monotoning through this. Book. Sorry. I'm still, I'm still doing the example. Of how shitty it would be if I had to do it. All right. Just kidding. <laughs> Seriously, though, it's over. I don't know. So then Mirror Master shows up to save them all. Blah, blah, blah. Takes them to, like, some underground lair where Vandal Savage is at. And he has, like, a whole group of baddies. Our favorite, uh, Cheetah. She's there. Captain Cold. The Creeper. Uh, Solomon Grundy. Deadshot. Lady Shiva. And Bane reading a book. <laughs> Jokes are made. <laughs> Jokes are made. <laughs> Especially about tree lobsters between Creeper and <laughs> and Endel Savage or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm a tree lobster. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. Uh-huh. It's a good mix. The book has a good mix of violence and comedy, I think. Mm-hmm. It just can't be all bad. But we get Commissioner Gordon. Fighting off some baddies with uh, what's her name? Cassandra Kane. Yeah, what's when did her, she become? Uh, when did she become Batgirl again? Or is this just because it's an Elseworlds style book? I think it's just because it's Elseworlds style. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of why amazing. I wish it was a black label, right? To make it clear that it's not part of anything else. And what's her name otherwise? What was it in Batman? Orphan. Orphan. Yeah, I was thinking spoiler, but that's not that's no. Tim Drake's spoiler. Yeah. That's uh yeah the other chick. It's uh. So God damn. <laughs> why do we why do we try to record Stephanie, this to get people? Listen? Why does nobody listen to this? Stephanie, Stephanie Brown. Brown. Yes. Yeah. Why does nobody listen to this shit? 
because they're like, oh, why did we even get through it? Like, what is why do they even talk about it anymore? <laughs> I can't. I have no idea what happened in the book. They skipped hella pages. <laughs> the one guy just seems like he's phoning it in. Mike, he hasn't said a word well, in God knows how okay. long. The, re- the reason why I stopped because I was trying to look up because we talked about what the art looks like and I couldn't think of his freaking name and anybody that li- reads comics is going to fucking crap on me. And please do on Twitter or uh, Instagram. Jim Lee. <laughs> Jim Lee's going to. <laughs> Todd McFarlane. How, how dumb was I? Because I was thinking, because I was thinking, I couldn't think of his name, but it, it almost looks like someone's going for a Frank Whiteley uh, art style. But not okay. well. Like it doesn't. Like it's. It's like it's like they're trying to copy him, but you yeah. know it's not his. Yeah, like a, it's. It reminds me of a couple different styles that I've seen, but just not like you said, just not but, good enough. Yeah, it's not like it's not like I'm ever going to mistake it for him. But like, who are you trying to go for? We do get a premiere of uh, the red hoodie. What? Instead of the red hood. Red hoodie, because no. <laughs> at the end he's just wearing a hoodie. No, it's right there, where he jumps out of the car That's after awesome. he saves Gordon. All right, and so we, and we're going through this pretty slowly. So you're you're, you're done with the whole part with the uh, villains there? Yeah, and so, still a lot more violence. I love all the scratching of the faces. I could be done with the whole book. Like I already summed it up. It just like basically gets down to the fact that there's going to be two. But yeah, you got the bad guys, and then you got we do get to skip. Like yeah, the part I guess. Well, I was gonna say, would uh, Gordon finding uh, uh, Barbara's hanging hanging from the vines dead and everything was kind of messed up? Yeah, that was kind of messed up. But then I was gonna say where they strapped the and Joker. Strapped the Joker. The the it's car. awesome. <laughs> but that where they see the Joker's body the first time, mm-hmm. that face in the panel below it—that's like the that looks like oh. butthead. Yes, like, it does. I was like, it's You're totally right. like Beavis and butthead. That's like style. Frank quietly trying to do Beavis and butthead. There you go. They're like, look at the next page. Look at his face. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Not done very it's well. Fucking terrible. But yeah, they do strap the Joker to the front of the. And then the at the end, they go see the kid. They see the the kids. Like, you should probably take the Joker down. Jesus sounds like, yeah, like, you're right. Yeah, I'm gonna take it down. That's hilarious. But yeah, so then it's the Red Hood and Cassandra Kane and Gordon. They team up with some orphans and a dog. Oh no, that's the dog they already brought to the party. Yep. But yeah. So, no, it's still fun, but like you said, there's nothing to take seriously in it. There's nothing to, like, you shouldn't be anticipating, like, well, this is going to mean something by the time it no, ends. No. The weird part is the last one was less comedy, wasn't it? Yeah, there wasn't very much. It was just dark as hell. Yeah. <laughs> and this is all comedy, and next, never work with children or animals. I'm like, wait, hold on. Did I just read a book about the zombies tearing everybody's faces off? I don't know. Right. The art, Jason's face is just so terrible. It's awful. And like, like, oh, when he's like, when they get to the orphanage, looks like he's having a stroke. Yes. Like, and and it's not the same shape. It's it's not even the same shape every time. <laughs> You're right. Sometimes it's like an oval. Sometimes it's a square. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. He looks like Quentin Tarantino on this page. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. Did you like it? I didn't like it as much as the first one. Yeah, it wasn't nearly as good as the first one. But I still enjoyed it because it's not something you see often with DC superheroes and villains getting chopped up like this. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, see, in the first one, they focused a lot like on the anti-life equation yeah. itself and like trying to solve the problem and all that. And, like This one, like it hardly brought it up. It's just the fact everybody is zombies. And it's like, 
like you said, it was like comedy on top. Like what they did, what they had a storyline in the first book, they just filled with comedy mm-hmm. in this one. P- pretty much. Like it was, you had an oversized issue of like what, how many pages it was, was it? 45 pages. Yeah, 45 pages. And like I said, not much really yeah. happened. It was just like the introduction of the two teams. So you're going to have like the, you know, this was the run play, and then you'll do the pass play, and then they'll do the kickoff or what? Like the kick return. Like, I don't know. What's going to. Are you are you going to read the rest? Are you in for it? Are you in for the whole ride? I'll probably read the whole thing. There's only three more issues, two more issues. And then this ad is kind of weird. So we just finished this book. Then there's an ad for three exercise issues beginning in February. I'm like, yeah, I know it already began. I'm reading that book. I'm reading it right now, asshole. And then <laughs> asshole. give you like a. And in front, it yeah. says one of three. So what's the point of this ad? That that ad is totally wasted. Speaking of totally wasted. <laughs> <laughs> is it the root beer or is it the uh, cocaine? Oh, I was going to say it was Justice oh, all right. 41. Written by Robert Van Diddy. Uh, penciler Aaron Lor- what Loperesti. And inker Matt Ryan. Somebody should just like if anybody ever becomes a fan of this show, <laughs> just take a super cut of me saying everybody's name. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> through like all 50 episodes. <laughs> just like an hour and a half of me butchering like butchering every single... Butchering names. Right? <clears throat> I think that'd be the best. Matt Ryan. Just kidding. Matt Ryan on inks. And uh, David Barron on colors. And then you're going to have all the, uh, all the uh, letterers get pissed off replying and go he didn't even try to butcher my name yeah because you know what whatever letterers <laughs> come on sometimes the letterers have to do a great job every once in a while we'll throw it out there but in this one not so no. much not today not today eradication complete mike what do you think what do i think this was what i this felt like part two of a storyline that doesn't have much going for it Right, because the first one they set up a lot of the characters. What I liked about the first issue was uh, they took a few moments to bring in what's going on with each of the characters. Right, Batman kind of going nuts about Alfred dying, uh, the Flash losing his powers. Uh, what was it, John? Um, John Stewart. I forgot exactly what it was. Was it just him uh, losing confidence or something? Who in the first issue of this? In the first issue of this, yeah. They, I don't think John Stewart lost confidence. He was just kind of being like the. He was the guy that knew that guy that showed up. Okay. I forgot what his storyline was. But each one had their moment. Yeah. Right? They, but in this one, they didn't continue that at all. Well, they did with The Flash. He has that moment of hesitating again. Yeah. Okay. And gets them all jacked up. But, I don't know, I just felt like, okay, here's a little bit of the action in the middle of the story. We don't have much, I don't have much of a story here for this arc. Yeah. Can you give me, I got, hold on one second. Coming back, I had to go somewhere. We're cutting back in. I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> so I know Mike was saying that he didn't think the same kind of development happened to the characters in the first ones they did in this one. But even the I story, they, I mean, I guess it moves forward, but there's not much going on in this. Yeah, you got that right. But so it's just a continuation from the Eradicator showing up with his minions, right? Yeah, for the Dexamites. everybody. It's just the stupidest thing where, like, the Eradicator's hell going off on Clark, and he's like, everyone knows that I'm just, Cal- I'm not just Calhoun Krypton. I'm Clark Kent from Kansas. And he, like, hell throws the Eradicator yeah, like, away. I know. 
I get it. We want we want him to tell everybody who he is and tell his truth, as Bennis likes to say. But and now it's like giving him power anything? by saying it. Like it's hell dumb. Doesn't mean I don't know. It's pretty dumb. And the worst part is, like <clears throat> you, you question where when does this take place? Well, Scott Snyder apparently online said this takes place after uh, his run, or sorry, before his run. Right, which is why Alfred was alive in the last issue. But it then doesn't make sense with Clark Kent. <laughs> no, tell everybody knows who Clark Kent is. So they kind of yeah, screwed right. all that up. But he wasn't. Alfred wasn't alive. It was a hallucination. Oh Jesus! Yes. Uh, all right, I'm lost then. <laughs> You're right, because it was a hallucination, wasn't it? Yeah, because it was like Alfred fly this back, and they showed like the autopilot coming on and stuff. Like. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, they're crazy. It is weird because you're right. Cause, yeah, I swear I read it. They said he said yeah, that's why that's what's, that's why this is going on. But no, I think he just, so it shows that he doesn't doesn't even know what's going on. Like they just wrote the story. It really just has a feeling of they wrote the story because uh, it they can't continue the main story they want to write until Snyder does Death Metal. Oh, okay. right. So it's like this is my this is my whole feeling with it. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well, you're right, because it is, it is a weird placement in time. Like all, It goes from, like, such grandiose, epic things happening to, like, mm-hmm. just the Eradicator showing up and, like, kicking everybody's ass now. And all that's fine. It doesn't have to, like, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't have to uh, really tie into everything else. But it just feels like nothing's happening either. You're just punching Eradicator. Right. Well, I like how they get the, you know, lasso around the commander's truth and she's like how do we how do we kick your ass and they're like there is no way he just like he whips her into the car and that like really puts her down and it's like i've seen wonder woman get hit harder than that (laughs) Uh and not get you know what i mean like why is she so weak in this it seems and it's like but if you're saying like no that's how hard he threw into that car then wouldn't it be like the car would have sustained more damage oh yeah right yeah I don't no, know. I don't. It, it, just, it just it didn't make any sense either. He's suddenly here carrying her, and she's like knocked out. Uh, I don't right. get it. So they get dismantled pretty easily, or whatever. They're trying, but there just seems to be too many. And so they go, it cuts back to Batman, who's like fucking in that hentai porn with uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's it? see? I can't remember anybody's. Oh, she's that's Madame Xanadu. Madame Xanadu, who supposedly sat with the. Kings of Camelot, or mm-hmm. King Arthur and Camelot. Is that the true? Is that true? Did was Zan- there a Madame Xanadu? No, was there a Madame... I know there was like a Merlin. And there oh, was that's like true, a, yeah. So I don't know. Whatever, like Morgana and all that kind of stuff, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I never heard of a Madame Xanadu. So I didn't know if it was like, why is she saying that? You don't know? I do not know. I was looking it up quickly. It looks like all comic all right, book. well... Well, she's got all these magic powers, but, like, Batman just has to, like, send a scream towards her. Scree! And that's enough to get her to, like, break her concentration, drop all her magic. Yeah, it looks like Madame Zandu is just a DC Comics thing. From a little bit of a Well, it's pretty convenient. It's pretty convenient that she mentions that she sat at the Court of Camelot because that's how Batman becomes her friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is by, like taking off his belt and bending his knee but what was the deal that he like, take out his belt again that was just a little thing like he, for him to get out of it he has something in his belt that makes a lot of noise did I miss something to explain what it was no okay. he had an aural spike max blast he used that and she's like oh very clever and then like <laughs> yeah I don't, 
to show like, well, the only thing I can use to kick your ass is this belt. So if I yeah. take it off and show you I'm not trying to fight you, mm-hmm. then like we can be friends. And she's like, yes, yes. And, uh, and then she kidnaps them and he breaks in and uh, Eradicator breaks before into Before that, this is, this is that moment where uh, Flash, like he's, he's told to do something yeah. and he hesitates again. Mm-hmm. And then he's like being all stupid and sentimental. And that's enough time for him to get his ass kicked. Yeah, that's the, that's the spot you were talking about where he... Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like... that's a, Yeah, no, that a is. A little bit of the... And then uh, right, the best part, though, right before she kidnaps him is, though, Batman shows up. <laughs> he throws that batarang at the Eradicator's head. <laughs> tink. Just goes like, what was it? Yeah, tink. tink. <laughs> <laughs> just to, like, get it. <laughs> like, was that meant to be that funny? Like, when Batman... Yeah, because he... Batman knows it ain't gonna do nothing to him. <laughs> so it's like, just hit him in the head with it just to piss him off. And like, hey, look over here. Yeah, and, you know uh, he's only doing that because uh, Madame Xanadu is standing next to him. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, he wouldn't have the balls to do that. So she does use the magic. And all she does is, like, make them float away. Because, like, it doesn't yeah. defeat them, it doesn't hurt them or anything. Like, well, he was just a... Eradicator doesn't even get phased by it. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But she steals them all away, except, you know, one kind of alludes to it where she's like, go for cover. Yeah. Go. I'll cover our retreat. So, you know. But what was her plan? Was her plan not to retreat? I'm so confused. She's just covering their retreat. But she said, I'll cover our retreat. Like, I'll, she didn't say, I'll, I'll, I'll take one for the team. I'll uh, sacrifice myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll cover our retreat. Oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot to get retreat with them. I don't know. Yeah, so... Eradicator, like you said, he was unfit. It was just enough to get them away, which is weird. It's like, go get Madame Xanadu to help us, because by the time you figure out how to get her to help us, we're going to need her to escape. Right? Yeah, it basically. Like we, use, mm-hmm. we don't need her to defeat the Eradicator, because she didn't do anything... I don't know. It's such a weird runaround. Mm-hmm. Completely. So they're in the Eradicator's announcing to the world like him and his cronies are going to like take over and fuck everybody up. And uh, he's going to start by like showing you that Wonder Woman's all fucked up. <laughs> and I think that's a crazy ass panel where he's holding her up. Yeah. And her face is all... <laughs> but where's he holding <laughs> like her? Was he pulling on her... Uh... Her top in the back, grabbing her hair, like his hands not around her he was neck. Grabbing her by the neck, I was thinking, like holding her up by the neck. I know you just don't see his hand around her neck. <laughs> she's like, eh. or is he using her as a puppet? And he's got his hand through her back, and she's gonna be, she's gonna be a puppet from now on. I don't know. It's such a, but yeah, it's pretty. But, I thought I know you say like nothing happened, but I kind of by the end of it, I was like, oh, okay, well, we're, this, this, this is going somewhere. This might be. Mm-hmm. Killed Wonder Woman, it looks like. <laughs> She's <laughs> definitely dead. She's not coming back again. She's not coming back ever again. I, I might check out the next F, the, the next issue. But, <laughs> I don't know, the panel before that, when uh, Flash says, hey, send us back, we have to go back, and Manzo goes, I, shouldn't, I couldn't save you all. Like, but why not? <laughs> I don't get it. Wait. Where? Yeah. Don't wait. Where? What is he saying too? Like, where is send us- where is Wonder Woman? Oh, 
She's on TV. And the other thing is, I love how Eradicator uh, has to be has to be flying or just floating in mid air. He just can't, when he's carrying her, just more showing well, off. She's super tall, right? Yep. So oh, like, you couldn't really hold her up <laughs> to get her off the ground. He has a mangina or something. Look, if he has all these veins uh-huh. in his arms, like showing through his <laughs> outfit, <laughs> yet he has like no bulge or anything, like nothing. It's like flat. Like he's. Dude, why do you think he's pissed? Got a mangina. Why do you think he's upset? As he, he's a, he's an android or whatever he is, and they did not make him anatomic, anatomically correct. That's why he's so pissed. They gave him nothing down there, exactly. dude. He's like a Ken doll. His knees have more definition than his groin, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he doesn't wear the uh, the 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 red underwear on the outside. Nothing to uh, right. nothing to hide. hide no bulge to conceal. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's like I'm flat. There you go. <laughs> I'm flat. <laughs> I have nothing in the way of a penis. <laughs> Feel how smooth it is. That's what he makes everybody do, like at parties. That's what he does at parties. <laughs> Touch its smoothness. Oh but yeah, that's pretty good. So his skin no, is the same color the as his He's suit. A... So is that his? So is he? Is he really only covered in the front and the ed- and the outside? The edges are all his skin. Look at... Look at the cover, though. He's like, his bulge casts a shadow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You even see Madame Xanadu in the background going like, damn. <laughs> Holy shit. I can see some back cock or whatever. There you go. Back, from cock. back. <laughs> back cock. That's got to be a thing. Hey, so is, so is that ever, uh, uh, can you judge a uh, cover by this book? Yeah, how much back cock is on it? <laughs> exactly. Speaking of uh, back cock, back cock, <laughs> Legion of Superheroes. Oh, your favorite, boy. your favorite author or writer? I love Brian Michael Bendis more than anybody. Honestly, you know what? Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Brian Michael Bendis doing the script, Ryan Sook and Michael Janine on the pencils. Yep. Uh, Wade Von Graubagder and <laughs> I can't wait till somebody puts this uh, sound bite together. Graubagder, <laughs> Michael Janine doing inks. Like he's like, I can do some of the pencils and some of the inks, but you got to get some other people to fill in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why well, don't you just do all the pencils then, or just ink his own? That's what it is. Right, do something. Like Jesus Christ. Speaking of doing something. When's this book going to move forward? It did move it's forward. Funny. It's funny because like you said the last time we read it, you're like, it's going to fucking start with him watching that introduction. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like, not only did that happen in this, but they only watched half of it. And then they referenced to like how they shouldn't have stopped watching uh-huh. it. <laughs> the next oh. issue is going to be the other half of the origin. It made my brain hurt. I was like, God damn it. Mike Hella called it. Not only did he call it like, but it's not fun that he called yeah. it. It's like terrible. Uh, but you want to talk about the, like why you, you know, you're like, Oh, Brian Michael Bendis, how much I love him. Yep. Just this front, this first page, just reading this text, <laughs> it gives you an idea of like why I hate him so much. <laughs> and I get this is this character, maybe, but then I suppose this character is the entire inspiration for his writing style. 
but like that back and forth pointless dialogue between pointless people. <laughs> and one of us will be marrying him by the end of this. No, and I know I just told you not to refer to us as separate entities. Yeah, stop confusing him, Hominy. They get it. They do not. No one off planet Crag understands. Okay, okay. <laughs> We're very excited because this really puts the Legion in eyes and ears of everyone. It feels so right. It does. I don't know. I can't. None of that made sense. No. I mean, it's kind of like an introduction to the issue. Like, you know how he likes to do that. Yeah, I know. He's doing, he's done it all four so yeah. far. It's been like one, yeah, kind of giving a little insight. But, so like you said this, actually, Mike called it. This issue starts off with them going back so John can re- see the introduction. And supposedly it's like, no, an orientation video. Yep. It's not an orientation video. <laughs> first, they just show you, like, here's how the first three members started the league, and that is all this issue is. And I thought it was so weird. Like, each of these issues, like, each of these backstories, the way they're talking to them in their mind, and then they flip over, and it didn't really go far at all. Like, I don't know. I, I can't remember exactly what happened in each of these because nothing really happened. But you expect... So the I, first one is... I want to see more of her. Like, I want to see more of what's going on. So Saturn Girl, right... She let like she lived like this is supposed to be like something that's going. I, I it's probably been touched on before, but she left like she lived in a consciousness, mm-hmm. and she just like a rebellious teenager. I got to get out. So that was her story. Yep. She got chosen. Then the fucking thunder guy, black lightning. Yeah, he got chosen, but like him and his lightning sister, lad, but his right? sister's like lightning super, lad. I keep saying black super lightning, raging. Lightning lad. Lightning Lad and his sister, but his sister like listens to Rage Against the Machine or something, and was like, "Fuck you! I won't do what you tell me," and doesn't join. Yep. And then it's like the Rock guy, like he's like battling on his planet, but like he's so cool, he gets picked. So like, and then they meet the president, and you think like, "Wait a minute, isn't she like a bad person?" Like, because we already kind of know all this stuff, and John gets ripped out of the orientation. Wait, did we know all this already? Oh, we knew that the we know the chick's a bad chick. Oh, the president. Yeah, was we that the same know one that from she's earlier? Against like what? Well, she like she was in it earlier, and she was the one. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so it's like what they're really telling you is like she wasn't always a bad chick. Mm-hmm. That's what you learn from this, and you're like, that's what I you spent this entire issue to tell me, and then it's like, even with that payoff where she's like, wait, I or John's like, I thought she was a uh, you know. I thought she put this together and like, wow, he really should have finished that orientation. Like, it's almost like Bendis, like laughing at you. Like, yeah, I really should have given you all that information. <laughs> should have finished. But here we yeah, are. Exactly. In issue four. And it's barely a story. Like, okay. So, and on top of that, the trident's missing. That's what got him pulled out. of it. Mm-hmm. So the thing that was in the first, like two issues, they don't even have anymore. Yep. And you don't know why, right? You didn't know why they no. Well, well, they got it from that one dude, Rock's. Dad don't know why it's whatever. missing suddenly. <clears throat> yeah, you don't know why. Mm-hmm. It's pretty terrible in the sense of like, if you think this is going to like anything's going to happen in this of substance, like you're greatly mistaken. Uh, it's, yeah, he like it, it, I know I know what you're talking about with his decompressed storytelling because he's got lots of ideas. He's just going to take a long time to get to it. And he's jumping very, around. He's jumping around all over the place instead of just telling the story straight. Mm-hmm. 
It'd be so much. Do you know how much more information we'd have in four issues if he just would have got on with the story? To like tell us what's yeah. happening uh-huh. versus like. Well, the story would be much shorter. He'd be done by now. This whole story. Right. Exactly. All right. All right. My me. time at DC is done. Thanks a lot, guys. I've been here for six months. Right. Yeah. Moving on. Just kidding. No, but I don't know. It's. I like it because I like the characters. Like I enjoy the. I enjoy John, Kent, mm-hmm. and I like the. As annoying as he writes some of the Legion of Superheroes, I do like some of them. Because so I do like team up books and stuff. And it is like there are some very interesting ideas, like you, like the whole thing away the Earth looks and all the oceans are dried up and like how there is kind of a mystery behind like what's going on with the president and the Legion. Like, are they good? Are they bad? Like there is a little bit of a mystery going. So I, I don't know. I think probably keep reading it, but it's, I guess it's just tort Bendis torture. <laughs> Pretty much. Like he, he's good enough. Like his stuff is good enough to where you don't hate it, but like you just wish he'd kind of move faster. Yeah. Or, or told so, it more straightforward. Right. So the bouncing back and forth, yeah. like they, why they could have done this orientation beforehand. I, mean, I don't know if that would have been boring, but he could have showed her all this going forward and, and then find out that she's a bad guy. <clears throat> Instead of saying, hey, there's something going on with this trident. Well, but we're going to wait for the trident to happen. Like it, it, we're gonna, we, the trident's going to come up again in six issues, right? Instead of just having or it pop never up later. again. What? <laughs> It'll never get brought up. It'll never again. get brought up again. That'll be the best part. Uh, and then the other thing that cracks me up here so they use those. I, like, I love the idea of the uh, the floating. Uh, dialogue box that shows you who the characters are, right? At least yeah. they can all see it. But did you notice early on in the issue, Superman, I mean Superboy, and uh, Lightning Lad have that box, but it's just their logo? <laughs> <laughs> like, I would love to be in that world to go, ooh, I get to know who people are. I go, what the fuck? That's just on your chest. Like, I, I already know yeah. that's your lo- logo, but I don't know who you are. It doesn't tell me anything. It's just... It's kind of like mega branding. Like, like you just have to. Like, is it mega branding, or is this when you? It's it's locked. You you have to have a certain code to be able to see it, but but right. you can't get rid of the square. So you make everybody see your own logo. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, like you don't have the clearance <laughs> to know. Clearance like to he's know. not declassified who that is. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I thought it was just kind of odd. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of odd, want to do the news? Yeah, I'll do the news, but ain't got much here. Oh, you always say I know. Like, <laughs> that's my thing. <laughs> that's, that's your thing. Gets me every Gets time. Gets me every time. But no, it is true. Anyway, so you're talking about uh, Batman 89 being a key issue, right? Yeah. Well, you I don't know if you know how right you are. Well, yeah, the guy is, that's what they call it when like somebody shows up for the first time. <laughs> well, yes, but you don't know. Anyway, so how much do you think this is selling online for? Oh, probably like five bucks at least. Uh, let's see. Here's this one sold for thirty-two bucks. This one sold Whoa. for twenty-eight dollars. <laughs> this one sold for forty-two dollars. That's a key issue. And you know what? And these were selling before they actually came out. And do you want to know why? Why? Because of that girl you said that's on that screen in, in those two panels. Forget. Oh yeah, oh, yeah forget the designer. 
So I didn't want to bring it up because I was I was curious what you how you were going to go through the whole thing if you if you noticed anything about her that's going to be worthwhile. Well, I know she was like a Joker. She's like the new Harley Quinn or something. Yep. And what that's um what Joker <laughs> what Joker name could you possibly imagine her name's going to be? Could you guess? Joker it? <laughs> no. <laughs> She's punchline. Uh <laughs> But but because of these two panels, and somehow it got out online that she was going to be here, and she's going to be a major character going forward, and I assume because because of the whole Harley Quinn thing, I don't know, so this has become some something massive. And they were just a regular issue, just regular issues are selling for, like I said, 30, 40 bucks online already, or, or before it came out. And this is what's going sell, what they're selling for right now. I was like, wow, I thought it was for the designer. But yeah, you know what? I didn't really put it together while reading. I saw her as like a clown mm-hmm. henchman for the Joker. And like, not until you say like, what did she I put together? The the new Harley Quinn, I guess. But like, yeah, that's kind of weird. It's it's very weird. I don't. I didn't realize there was that much of a speculator market. Because right now, because in Hell Risen 3, that's going to be the first issue where she's actually fully in it. And it doesn't come out till Wednesday, right? Well, this issue sold for 60 bucks right in front of me. A 9.8 CGC pre-order for uh, $150. Here's an issue that sold for 40 Here's an issue that sold for 55 yeah, The comic book stores, they get them on like Monday. Yeah, so I guess comic book stores are selling them, but, not, but they're not going to put them on the shelf for you to walk in the door and get them? And of course I, not. It just... Does anybody think this is going to go up in value? No. I mean, really. $55 somebody bought this for. That's crazy. It's insane. And all because another female Joker girlfriend villain something is was created. I honestly thought it was like going to be somebody that we already knew and that's why they weren't showing her all the Yeah, way. no. No. Uh, but I wouldn't have thought like, oh, that's a brand new character. That's her well, first issue. Okay. And yeah. And, but I didn't even put... And the funny part is, I didn't even realize you're right. That was the first issue of the designer. But nobody seems to care. Oh, that's what I was all about. Yeah. Like, this is like the first time you get to see him. Look, he's got a D on his uh-huh. face. He's all crazy. He's got like some army getup on. Took four issues to get to this guy. Exactly. Right? That's how insane this is. I just don't get it. Anyway. Double keystone issue. Double keystone issue. And then uh, the only other thing I have here is, did you hear the big news in DC? The big news. Mm-hmm. Comic book wise? Uh, DC world wise. Comic book wise, I guess. No, I saw the, I saw an article that said that that Robert Patterson guy's Batman was all pointy. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, they, they've showed. There's um set photos now showing you the full costume, at least as worn by a stunt double. Oh, so you okay. can check that if you want. But no, Dan Didio is no longer at DC. What? Just immediately one day, the news got out that he's now no longer working there, and it's been very much confirmed. With lots of people online, you know, praising him and saying thank you and whatnot. Well, who's going to write Metal Men? I don't know. But so, yeah, he just, DC's Dan Didio out as co-publisher. And nobody online, you know, nobody with any with any real knowledge has said what has happened. And wow. so he's, they just fired him. Is is the That's presumption. That's really big news. That's big news. You're it's right. huge news, yeah. A lot of people didn't like that guy, though. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like, well, a lot, I think a lot of people didn't like it because he created New 52. Right and and or he was the one that, I mean, he, the other the other thing he's not the one that created. I'm sure he's the uh, publisher. Right, he's the boss, so that everybody had to come up with ideas. But he's the type of guy that takes the blame for the bad things, but doesn't get the praise for the good things. 
And uh, a lot of people hated New 52, right? But it sold like crazy at first. And then it's, um, you know, dropped down, I guess. And he's did, done Rebirth. But, but, uh, so, but again, did AT&T fire him because sales are down? They just find a scapegoat? Or the, is there something bigger coming? Who knows? That's crazy. Yeah. Because it was, it was literally just, you know, the news just got out. And everyone was like, what the fuck happened? There's like a bunch of creators online talking about him. The crazy thing is, uh, was it Rob Liefeld? Sent a whole bunch of tweets out saying, thank God he's out of here. The guy deserved to be fired. Does Rob Liefeld work for DC? No. No? <laughs> no, he worked. He, he, I mean, he's, I think he's independent, right? But he does a lot of uh, Marvel stuff still. Oh. But he's like saying it as, as a comic book fan, he ruined everything. And yeah, it was kind of crazy. Wow. Okay. Well, can't wait to see the future. We'll see what happens. So who knows if 5G is still going to happen. You know, the fifth generation thing is going to happen. And of course, now there's also rumors that AT&T is going to sell <laughs> sell DC Comics or cancel, close DC Comics altogether. Whoa. Well, that's just f- stupid rumors, I think, because this happened. I don't think there's any uh, reality to that. Okay. That's... It's kind of intense, but yeah, I mean, that's that's what comes out of hey, we just fired we just fired someone high up, but who knows? It's really weird. I'm curious to see what's who gonna knows? happen. Well, that's all I got for that. That's it. And then uh, you know, hashtag TGWNN. The game with no yes. name. You ready for this? I, one, huh? I am. <laughs> all right, let's see I'm if you so are ready. Okay, so this again was done pretty fast, so I think you're going to guess this pretty quickly, but whatever. Okay. At least you got something Number there. Two. All right, Mitch? Number two. Yeah, Mitch, quit your belly <laughs> Quit your pigeon. All right, me, Carter, you too. Yeah, all your belly achings needs to quit. <laughs> it's here. Anyway, on the stump. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number one. 80 years ago, humans with incredible abilities made themselves known to the world. Their emergence served to increase the amount of bloodshed and poverty caused by world wars. That is, until Jack Hammer, the most powerful hero of all, was able to broker peace across the world. Today, the United Federation of Earth is in the middle of its first campaign for President of Earth. Convinced by former sidekick Annabelle to run, Jack Hammer decides he's the only one who can keep the peace. But will absolute power corrupt? Absolutely. On the stump. <laughs> on the stump. <laughs> All, right. All right. So there's that. That's that. What? That's that. Number two. In 1936, Reefer Manis were warned of the gateway drug dangers of marijuana. In 2020, 10 states decriminalized marijuana. In 2025, the U.S. legalizes heroin. 2031, theft. 2033, murder. As the country descends into madness, and after losing two of his limbs protecting his family from murderers, Representative Jack Hammer decides to run for president under the campaign slogan, How much murder is too much? <laughs> Jack, you, damn it, because I was like, Jack Hammer, he didn't make that up. What? <laughs> the name Jack Hammer, I was like, he didn't, when the first one I was thinking in the back of my head, like, he didn't make that up. <laughs> and now you're going to use it for all three, and I'm like, son of a bitch. Uh, all right. Awesome. All right, now number three. The campaign trail is paved with blood and broken bones. History diverged in 1868 when a pivotal presidential campaign, uh, presidential debate turned violent. Today, elections are decided by highly publicized hand-to-hand combat in arenas called stumps. Unfortunately, the violence doesn't end in the ring, and powerful people can still get away with murder. Senator Jack Hammer and FBI agent Annabelle Lister are teaming up to bring it all down. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah, uh, the first one. The first one's real? 
Yeah. No, you are wrong. Fuck. Which the one third is one's the real one. The time travel one? <laughs> no time travel. Wasn't it? No. What'd you say in the beginning? The campaign trail is paved with blood and broken bones. History diverged in 1868 when a, when a pivotal presidential debate turned violent. Oh, God. I heard history and I heard it. <laughs> it's hard. So my problem is, is like I try to process everything as you say uh-huh. And it's like, it gets really, like, I lose sentences at a time. Oh, really? And I'm like, oh, man, what did he say? And then, like, I'm in my brain going, I didn't hear what he said. What is he talking about now? So, and then I, like, uh, so I got lost pretty bad. So I went with the first one because it was, like, long. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> and then the second one is just not true. <laughs> no, it's not true. Well, it, see, it didn't have to be true. No, I meant because, like, even if, like, what there's that one study... What is it, Paraguay or some shit mm-hmm. that decriminalized all drugs and like crime and all that shit went down? And like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I figured, but a, a, story, a story like this easily could be written. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Not whether that was true. Just, that's why. But that's why I went to the future. Uh, right. At first, so I was going to go in the past. I was like, you know what? Let's let's make all these things in the future. But so the funny part is this last one. This came about because my daughter and her boyfriend were over last night, and he says, "I, I don't know what, even what, I don't, can't remember what happened." But he, he but he said something. How much murder is too much? And I'm like, "Oh my god, I got to add that into the story." <laughs> That's a tagline. Like he's all trying to be serious and deep with you guys, like opening up as a person. Like, how much murder is too much? And you're like, "Oh my god, what a tagline for a comic." <laughs> I was like, I gotta write something around that. This depressed teenager is gold. (laughs) And then on the stump, right? So I was like, so I really wanted to go into uh, something with, you know, uh, like a tree stump as one of the stories. And then um, something like with, you know, missing limbs. And I was like, but wait, on the stump is too much, you know, Dieter's going to know that's a campaign trail thing. So it's got to be, so I got to go with the campaign on all of them. But the best part is I, I I had to add the one in where he did lose his arms. I was like, there's no way Deer's going to go for that. Uh, I jumped the gun what? too quick. I jumped the gun on my decision. I should have taken taken my time. Yeah, you should have. But that's okay. But and then what, 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 will absolute power corrupt? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that was uh, pretty that's good. awesome. Good stuff. Uh, Maybe we should just do an episode. You just did it this. again, Mike. You did it again, kid. Well, and now it is 11 to 16. Oh, look at that score. Still keeping score. Still, still rubbing my nose in it. Again, I have to have to win two-thirds of them for, to, uh, for, for, for me to win. And I'm nowhere near that, so you're still kicking my ass. Okay. If you say so. Yeah, that's how it's worked, right? <laughs> Again, it's got to be, uh, it, if, if it truly works, it's a random choice. For it to be random, right? If you get more than th- one-third of them, it's not random. All right, so then my blown guess today wasn't so not bad. at all. You got to you got to blow three <laughs> to I every one of to my blow one three thing. Every third one, I get to just blow exactly. That's, that sounds amazing. <laughs> all right, I can't wait. Well, and if you can't wait to like, blow every third one, why don't you guys come back? Why don't somebody reach out to us? We're not going to give the information this time. You have to work for it if you really care. But uh, it's in the show notes, and uh, I don't know come back next week and see if we tr- see if me and Mike can hype ourselves up to do this again <laughs> uh, find out uh, episode 35 but until then uh, goodbye Mike goodbye dear boom 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 boom
Boom, 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 boom,